thanks for checking out this message from Springmount Church. For more information about us and what we do, visit our website, springmount.church. Why not check out all the different groups that run throughout each week in Barrow and on Walney? And join us every Sunday from 11am at Salt House Pavilion in Barrow Infernos. If you would like us as a church to pray for you, please email prayer at springmount.church or sign up on our website for monthly news straight to your inbox. Okay, uh, for those of you here for the first time, obviously we don't normally sit like this. Um, it's a bit like a rap battle, it's been said um, in the past. And uh, if, you like, if you like comedy, Tim said, I could tell you a few jokes, but Andy Kinds are better. Um, if you don't like my jokes, Andy Kinds are definitely better. But anyway, uh, we've been doing a series of four simple words, uh, simple words that tell Jesus' message. And today is no different because there's four simple words that we're acting on today, and that is believe and be baptized. So four simple words. Believe. What does it actually mean, believe? I could stand here today and believe that my outfit looks amazing. <laughs> I also don't normally dress like this. It's needs must. But our concept of believe today can lead to confusion. It can become more about, are you laughing at my legs? <laughs> okay, that's the reason. I'm a bit worried. There's a reason Donna's come to see my legs. Dear me, easily pleased. Okay. But our modern concept of belief can be more about hope or speculation. You know, I can say, I believe that I can be somewhere by five o'clock. It might not happen. That's not really a belief, that's a hope. Or to other people, it might be just a set of facts that you believe in. You know, I believe that my legs will support me today, this morning. Set of facts. But what does the Bible mean by believe? Well, the New Testament Greek word is pisteu which means to be convinced of something, to be absolutely convinced of something. So as Christians, if we're a Christian, we must be convinced that it's a historical fact that more, more than 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ died on a cross and rose the third day. But being convinced of those facts isn't enough. One of us, or all of us, must accept or personally accept them into our lives as being true. We're not merely accepting it's true that he died and rose again. We're accepting and acknowledging that he did it for us. That's what believe means. Then we have the second word, and. Well, what does and mean? Well, it means there's more. Those of you who are old enough to remember Jimmy Cricket, Jeff Hoffman, you'll remember Jimmy Cricket. And there's more. It means there's more to it than just believing. If I could, you know, I could give you some simple statements. Bread and... Oh, interesting, that one, wasn't it? We had wine on this side, butter on that side. I think that tells you a little bit about the people perhaps sat on either side, is all I can say. Fish and? Very good, that was easy, wasn't it? Ant and? Yeah, okay, we get there. But accepting Jesus died and rose and that it was for us to save us is just the beginning of new life because there's more in store. There's an and. Not just believing, but there's an eternity. There's a fullness now. But the most important part is the belief and acceptance of Jesus. So believe and be. Well, be means to exist, to be present, to be present to God and to be present for God. It also means to get something done. 
to get something done. I, uh, John this morning, he's getting baptised. He's often really good at getting the Greggs that we give out at different places. He gets the job done. It's like Bob the Builder, but he's John the Greggs man. So believe and be, and lastly, baptised. Today, we'll see the outward showing of the inward belief. That these two, John and Nigel, have accepted Jesus for themselves. They know and believe that he died and rose again but they know it was for them and gives them more. It gives them God's presence through the Holy Spirit. So four simple words displayed in this service today. They've believed and they're going to be baptized. If anyone has made that one simple word choice to believe, then Jesus himself said in Matthew's gospel these words. He says, go into the whole world and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So if you're a Christian this morning, if you believe and accept Jesus for yourself, then there's the and be baptized that Jesus says we should be. Not just believe and be baptized. Now, if something's stopping you, in the past we've had people say, I don't like going under the water. It gets up my nose and it it gives me a problem. John's asked us to hold him under for a good three minutes this morning I think he just thinks it's going to give him a good wash the water is just water it's a symbol of an inward choice it's a symbol that John has accepted Jesus it's a symbol that Nigel has accepted Jesus but Nigel has issues with his back and with his legs so we're we're a bit worried he might not get out so we're doing him second so that if he can't get out we'll just leave him there it's fine so for Nigel to go backwards is difficult so Nigel's going to go kneeling down and forwards we can, we can be adaptable. Also, both of them are going to share in different ways their story. Nigel's quite confident at, uh, at reading his and sharing it in, in word and everything. Uh, he has been told not to ramble by Julie, but anyway. And John preferred the thought of having some questions. Other people have said, write it down and somebody else will read it for them. But it doesn't have to be difficult. The important thing is that you're showing, I believe, Jesus died and rose and he did it for me. So if you are a Christian this morning and we want to get baptised in the future, don't let anything stop you. Just come and speak to me and we can find ways around it in all sorts of different ways. But don't let there be a reason to not follow in the very footsteps of Jesus, to believe and be baptised. As they go in the water, it's saying, just like Jesus died and was buried, the old is gone. The old life is dead. It's buried, it's gone. And then they come up out of the water, raised to new life, as Jesus rose again to give us new life. That's what we're doing this morning. That's what Nigel and John have said they want to do. And that's what they're declaring before you as we do that. So we're going to sing a few more songs, and then we're going to invite John and Nigel to share a little bit. And then we're going to do the baptisms. So as I say, if there's children who want to do some activities, they're available. But otherwise, it's uh, back to the worship group. Thank you. Invite um, the guys up to start to share. So I think we'll go with we'll go with Nigel first, if that's all right. Is that okay? So uh, give him a round of applause as he comes up. It's a scary place to be. Is that all right. You can stand stand here if that's all right.
obviously for one of the first times I didn't listen to Julie. Um, I'm only learning, only 18 months in. Uh, so good morning to my dear friends at Springmount. Morning. I'm Nige and I first started coming to Springmount five years ago. I only came for one Sunday as I had my own church in Ulverston. My friend Isabella Balaam had asked us to join them at their church one Sunday. They were taking my son Harry this particular Sunday with their daughter Megan. They were in the same class at school, so we knew each other very well. This was at the old building on Abbey Road. Never forget the lovely welcome I received from so many people I'd never met before. Johnny gave me a welcome pack and I was offered a baguette at the front. <laughs> this I couldn't work out as I'd never been offered a baguette at any churches I've been to prior. <laughs> Nevertheless, I gratefully accepted the kind offer. I wanted to go one more time, so I went again the following Sunday, then the third, then the fourth, then I remember saying to Isabella, looks like this is my new church. I always attended Sunday school as a child in Windermere Village, where I grew up. This was with family friends. My parents never went, they weren't Christians. I went to Keswick boarding school at 11, we had to go to church every Sunday back then, which was next door to the school. I still had no experience of our Lord. This suddenly changed when I was 15. I'd not had the best of childhoods. At nine-year-old, I remember being collected from the family home by a social worker and taken to a house in Kendall with a lovely couple. They were now my foster parents. I stayed there until I started school at Keswick. My siblings, um, remained at home with our parents. I remember always feeling alone and mostly unloved and bullied at school. My parents split when I was 15. I remember sat in the dormitory one tea time. I stayed there whilst the others went for tea in the canteen. I sat on my bed and wept. I really needed some love at this point. It was then that I realised whilst praying for my family to be normal, that I suddenly stopped crying and felt a big smile on my face. This felt strange at first. Then I realized that after all these years, I was not on my own. God was with me, and that was the reason the tears had suddenly stopped and the smile had replaced the tears. It was at this time that I realized I needed Jesus in my life. I knew I would never be alone again. I was confirmed at Keswick before I left at 17. Moved back to Windermere, lived with my da dear dad and younger brother. I then continued going to church at Windermere. I was the only one in the family, but again, this was my choice. I moved to Kendall at 19, working at the hospital went to Sunlands Methodist. We moved to Dalton in April 2009, where I was working at Boots. We had a baby boy in May 2011, my Harry. 
the Lord once again answered my prayers as I always wanted to be a father and it wasn't looking very likely. He arrived quickly at six weeks prem and had to be in special care for a couple of weeks as he wasn't feeding on his own. For those that go to the men's meals here at church, you'll know that I no longer have a little boy that refuses to eat. Now a 12 year old lad who's eating well and doing great generally, making me a very proud dad. At the end of 21, Harry's mum and myself went our separate ways, with me having to leave the family home and leave my boy behind. I moved into Dalton Centre and had him stay with me every week, which was fantastic. At the end of 21, I was admitted to hospital a couple of times with the Lord being by my side each time. Sorry. Um, sorry, I've got, got a blank here. Um, Jesus had plans for me and that did not involve me going back to hospital again with that problem. My friend Lisa, who's here with her girl and Julie this morning, have been my rock through the last seven years when we reconnected after losing touch. I know that it was our Lord that knew we needed to reunite and um, I wouldn't have got through the last few years without her. He really does move in mysterious ways. And I've always known he's been with me since I noticed him with me when I was 15 that time. I met my soulmate, Julie, in February 22. The Lord again had been responsible for this. We needed each other, and I'm very rarely without a big smile on my face. I face my life very differently now, knowing that I have Jesus with me, and never again will I be alone. I moved in with Julie this year, living our best lives together, making the most of every single day we're given. We have my Harry every couple of weeks, and through the week for his tea. I'm constantly praying to Jesus about Harry again. He's answering my prayers, making Harry a happy, healthy lad. What more could I ask for? A very loving and caring son, a wonderful partner, Lisa and her family to support me, and friends and family. All of this has been God's plan for me. Thank you, Lord. I have chosen the, him this morning. Um, yeah, obviously we've sung that now. This really does sum up my journey with Jesus. Thank you for listening to my story so far. Praise the Lord. Thanks, Nigel. Okay. So, John, it's always good to get a good taste. One thing I didn't say was that neither of these two are perfect. Okay. 
we're just all different, aren't we? That's what it is. But none of us are perfect. None of us have got it all sorted. Going into this pool of water doesn't mean that John and Nigel are suddenly going to be hugely different in the sense of they'll still make mistakes, they'll still get things wrong. But they're just saying this morning, we want to follow Jesus as closely as we can. And actually, with the help of God, without the help of Spirit, with the help of the Holy Spirit, and with the help of church family, then that can be achieved. And uh, so it's great to see him this morning. So uh, a couple of questions for you, my friend. Okay. So when did you realize, well, first of all, tell us who you are, what, what, where'd you come from? <laughs> I come from Jesus and Barrow. <laughs> and, uh, and do you work, John? I do work. I work at Blueprint Subsea. I have for it. Very good. So tell me, when did you first realize who Jesus was? bit of a story that one so I started a new job I met a young lad called Neum who was a Christian and he used to peck at me all the time because I was not a good person but uh, and he invited me to uh, watch a football match England at a barbecue which I'd had several drinks before I arrived I had plenty of drink on me I thought the party might go on and uh, it was in an allotment at the back of someone's house. And I got to the gate, and I realized who Jesus was at that point. It was just, it was full of Christians, kids playing. I just looked at it. My life was spiraling out of control at the time. And I just thought, I need this. I just need this. I didn't immediately jump into it. I fought against it, but I knew it had been got. And that was it. So it was Sedgy's Born Again Barbecue. That's, that's where it was. <laughs> and I know things haven't been easy in that journey in many ways, but also what has convinced you to keep going and following Jesus? Because it's been a, an interesting journey. Yeah, it's had its ups and downs. But I just, I couldn't turn away from it. I just knew I need, if I'd be in a really bad place if I didn't just keep following Jesus. So even when I was on me really bad and down times, I'd just go and sit outside the church and pray, read my Bible, read my books. No one there, just me. And I just knew I had to keep following him. And even when I left that church, I had to find another church. I had to drop my mama first at my old church and then go and, go and find it. It was a bit of a rush. But uh, I just knew I needed to be in church, and that's, I, I won't turn back. I might fall down, but I will stand up. You get back up again. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, are there any specific difficulties that you've overcome because of your faith? <laughs> My bad temper. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, still, it's still bubbling but it's going out uh yeah I, I was quick to jump in things i wouldn't take a step backwards if someone confronted me we had to sort it out that's all gone now life's a lot brighter life's a lot happier yeah and there's light at the end of the tunnel so don't step back just keep marching forward from now on that's it unless it's stepping back from a fight Okay, right, okay. So, 
how do you think, in what ways, obviously your temper you've said, is there any other ways that you've seen Jesus change your life? Is there any other things that have, have slowed down or have, have been made better? Uh, that's it. Uh, my life was spiraling out of control. Drinking, drugs, fighting, separated. I bought a wreck of a house. I was sleeping on the floor for months and months and months. Nothing there, no furniture, a little camp stove. Can it get any worse? Yeah, it probably can. If you let it. But the way it changed me is just give. Give your heart. Give your faith. Be strong. Stand up. Turn around. Face God. And you can't go wrong, basically. So, yeah, that's what I found. Brilliant. Last question, okay. Why do you want to be baptised today? It's not like, because, it's not because what what I get wet, you know what I mean? I just, I just want to get in the bath with Johnny. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, because it's just another step. I, I, I text Donna, and I said, it's my start line. It's where I'm going to start from. It's my beginning. This is where my race is run from. And she takes me back, saying, no, it's just a step. You've already started. And uh, it is just a step, but I need to be there. I just, I feel like I'm going to be clean when I come out of that pool. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. So these two in a moment are going are gonna to take that step. I've got some verses that I'll read over you as we do that, that have chosen for you and for, for you, John. But um, I just want to encourage you, and I encourage Nigel and everyone else as well, actually, that as, as he just said, it's a step. This isn't the beginning, and it's not the end. This is just a step on the way, on the journey of obedience to what God has asked us to do. So if you are a Christian, if you've accepted Jesus and you've not been baptised, then think about it. We're planning on having three of these, two or three of these every year. And uh, we did think, well, there's two people, it's quite a bit of water. But you know what? It doesn't matter whether it's one person, because it's important to do this. It's important to, to go into those waters of baptism. It's important to show that obedience, because it's that thing of saying, actually, this, I'm his, and he's mine. And so that's what baptism is showing. So this morning, it's great to be doing this. It's a very different service. If you've never been before, don't come expecting this every week. And obviously, kids, it's great that you can be a part of this, and it's great that all the adults can be a part of it instead of having to go and serve in Sunday school. So that's why we do it this way. But uh, yeah, you excited? Can't wait, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> You're not having it back. <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to say... Uh, there's nothing really important to me as in earthly things and given things in my life anymore. I've got five five reasons why I'm here today, and that is inner strength, faith, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And if you fall them into the palm of your hands, you've got the most strongest, powerfulest weapon in the cosmos. Good job. Well done, John. Thank you. That's you done? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to invite Peter and me, and we'll go with John first, actually, and we're going to do the baptism. I'm going to just give that to you, or you can hold it, I suppose.
Okay. So I'm just going to read these verses for you, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay He's, we'll put him there and go well no we do it so we can face the camera sorry everybody just quick rearrange <laughs> so this is slick okay so these verses John are for you on your baptism so therefore since we've been made right in God's sight by faith we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand. And we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. So those are your verses that we've given for you. Here you go, Wes. I'll give you this in a minute. Somewhere there's floating. Oh, it wasn't floating, but anyway, there we go. So I say the same thing. Okay, we might need to move these steps here. Thanks, Pete. Okay, so John, have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Saviour? I have. Do you want to be baptised today? A bit late if you haven't. <laughs> I do. Okay, I'm going to give this microphone to Wes. We're just going to pray for John now. Father God, we thank you for this man. We thank you for the, the, the experiences he's had that have shaped him. And Father, I pray for him this day forward, there will be no looking back. And that he will press forward and press on into all that you have for him. Father, help him in the downs, but help him to, help him to enjoy the ups. And help him to recognize your glory and grace with him. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did it with ease. Yeah. Oh, I like these plastic <laughs> Okay, we're going to do this slightly differently, but we'll face this way. So move back a little bit. There we go. Okay. Can I have my phone? Sorry. I normally get someone else to do the reading, but I forgot to ask somebody. Okay, Nigel, these are your verses from James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Okay? So I'll just say, we're going to do this slightly differently so that Nigel doesn't injure himself. So you're going to kneel down? Well done. That was a very fluid move. Okay. So, Nigel, have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you want to be baptized today? I'm going to get rid of that question. 
at your request and after public confession of your faith in Jesus' death and resurrection for forgiveness of sins, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. I was, I was reminded this morning again of Jesus' baptism, and at Jesus' baptism, God's voice said, this is my son in whom I'm pleased. And at that point, Jesus hadn't done any miracles, he'd not done any preaching, he'd not done anything other than be. And so actually, God is pleased with us as we obey him. So I'm just going to pray for Nigel. Father God, I thank you for this man. I thank you for his uh, life and story. I thank you that you've had your hand on him through the years. And I pray, Lord, that as he, um, as he moves forward, I pray, Lord, that you'll just grow in him that faith that comes from persevering. Father, I pray that you'll make him that complete man of God that you, you desire him to be. And Father, I pray, Lord, that you will just continue to work in his life and in his heart and bring him to that fullness of joy in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Excellent. Okay. Well done, Nigel. Give him a round of applause for getting out. That was impressive. Okay. So we're going to finish in a moment with just a bit more worship but one thing I would just say is if you if you don't know Jesus if you Nigel and John have made that decision to say I believe unequivocally that Jesus died and rose for me and that he did it so that I could get the past washed away that the past and the future is forgiven so if that's you and you don't know that our prayer team in the next songs will be hanging around somewhere they've got little blue lanyards on if you want to go when the singing starts, you want to go and talk to somebody and say, I'd like a bit of that. Like John went to that barbecue. We haven't got burgers. We haven't got football. But if you want to go and speak to somebody and say, how, how can I accept Jesus? Then do that this morning. If you're a Christian and you've not been baptized and never been baptized and you'd like to be, then go to see the prayer team and have them pray for you to make that decision. But also... Come and speak to us and say, I'd really like to do that myself next time. And we can work our way around it. Whether it's forwards, backwards, tip to bucket over, we can do anything. Because it's about you sharing with this family, this church family, that Jesus is Lord. That's what it's about. So well done, guys. They've gone to get changed. And hand over to the worship. We're going to finish with some worship. And uh, let's praise this morning.